Hello and welcome to episode 127 of the Super Horror Bros podcast. I'm your host Matt and joining me as always is my brother Mike. Hello. How's it going? It's been a while man, it's been a while. It has been a while, we're back, it's a new year, it's 2019. There's no um, horror movies coming out this early. No, maybe not, maybe not, but there's a lot of stuff, like it's it's crazy how busy it's been over the over the sort of Christmas <laughs> period. God damn um, Netflix. Yeah, it's nice. It's like, yeah, we'll take a couple of weeks off, let our best of chill. And then it's like, nope, here's Black Mirror, here's Bird Box. Um, you know, there's big cinema releases as well in January, which is pretty unheard of. Um, so, yeah, we're well, right I'm back here. in it. Yeah, it's very, it's very good. It's all exciting stuff as well. So, of course, this week we're going to be talking about Black Mirror Bandersnatch. Um, we teased it a few weeks ago, didn't we? Sort of saying that it was going to happen, it seemed like, and the rumors were true. They were indeed. Um, I think it, I think they like did they drop like just like the rumors got confirmed just after our year ender came out or was it just before? Uh, the, well, it hadn't been confirmed. I know on the no. last one, um, oh, you okay, could like yeah. you could type in Black Mirror onto Netflix and it would come up saying Bandersnatch as uh, a separate yes, thing. All, all um, confirmed. But yeah, they they only did it the day before. They were like, it's it's out tomorrow, sort of thing. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's really cool. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, we've got a little bit of news to start with. Um, we've also got the uh, winner of our giveaway, uh, which we've done on Twitter over the nice. Christmas period. Um, and then also, to end us off, we have our annual uh, Mike's Big Upcoming Horror Movies list. Mike's batshit crazy list of movies that will never come out. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. Um, I really would love to go fun. back and listen to like last year's. And I was like, right, you'll be hearing a few of them again. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I really, I hope you sneak Puppet Master on again. Um, <laughs> but, um, Deepest Creepers 3 is definitely staying on there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I look forward to that at the end of the I show. I don't believe um, we ever saw it. No, I don't. I don't. I don't even I, want to I believe. I live in hope. Yes, um, <laughs> that there's somewhere a good Jeepers Creepers movie. Um, there's two of them. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but yeah, a little bit of news. Uh, there was loads of news, quite frankly, that's broken over the last couple of weeks. And so, yeah, we're not going to talk about it because it's old now. Um, but a couple of things that stood out because we just have to talk about these. Um, I told myself I wouldn't watch it. There was a little trailer that dropped on Christmas. Nice little present. <laughs> um i was like yeah i don't need to see this the second it dropped of course this is for jordan peele's us i watched it immediately and Everybody. then i watched it again and then i watched it again and now i've stopped um watched it, i think like three times back to back that day and i haven't watched it since then um but yeah what, what were your thoughts on this trailer all right isn't it <laughs> <laughs> oh man what a goddamn trailer oh uh, it's yeah i was just like we talked about it, didn't we? Like, how much is he going to be dipping his toes into horror? Mm. And, like, how batshit crazy is it going to be? And it looks like... Yeah, very, very. Yeah. Um, Insane. Yeah, this movie looks awesome. Like, it's definitely jumped to both of our kind of top, like, if Three from Hell wasn't out this year list of movies yeah. we're waiting to watch. Yeah. It's, yeah. Um, I, it's I, I couldn't. It was such an awesome trailer, because, like you say, it was... I was super hyped, obviously, because because it, it being Jordan's next movie. But obviously, with the critical acclaim that the Get Out got, and kind yeah, of the I was less hyped just because I was unsure where his direction was going to be. Yeah, it was difficult because you know? obviously yeah. he made an amazing horror movie with a great social message, and it would it would have been so easy for him to just make movies about with social messages and not really care about the horror stuff. And for him to just immediately make his next thing being, you know, that trailer alone was the most horror movie ass looking horror movie I've seen in a very long time. Um, you know, I don't. I was, I was kind of going to list off a bunch of subgenres, but I actually don't want to spoil anything in the trailer in case people haven't mm. seen it. Um, but it looks so insane, like beautifully directed, so much intrigue and mystery, um, really good scenes of horror as well. Like, I honestly can't wait, and it's so soon as well. Yeah, um, that's what's so cool about it. We don't have to be hyped for long. 
I know. I can't wait. I'm glad it's not one of these things where it's like, yeah, you know, it is so far away, and we'll, we'll obviously get to a lot of the big releases. But like, yeah, I was like come on, bro, <laughs> it's so close. Real bullshit. I know. I can't wait, man. I can't wait. It, it probably is my most anticipated now after that trailer because I was just like, well, my god. Well, you know, um, you know, uh, RZ has a film. film kind yeah, of, we yeah, haven't but... seen a trailer for it yet, though. Um, I'm to. I'm beginning Have to wonder if it even exists. Did you not see him like eating lunch around the table together whilst filming? Like that's all I, I need. Yeah, I saw that. Um, <laughs> that was evidence i guess uh yeah so moving on to the next story uh this is more of just like a nice little update there isn't too much to say but uh sort of one of our most anticipated tv shows of 2019 because you know Ooh. all these movies there is a shit ton of amazing tv coming back this year as well um yeah one of our favorite stranger things free um mm, we kind of nice. knew sort of roundabout when it was going to come out because it seemed like with the last uh, teaser trailer last year that they were teasing it was going to be set in the summer which is fantastic you know i love that they're switching up uh, the setting slightly and yeah july 4th so happy independence day and uh yeah we all get to binge on stranger things free oh it's gonna be so good i know i can't wait like obviously that game of thrones like so much good stuff man. i was year. just looking at like the, the poster and was just like trying to unpack yeah. every little thing from it and was just like oh i just want this so bad like i had that little moment when you when you see that poster and you see yeah. obviously uh l and mike like holding hands on the yeah. image and i was just yeah. like oh yeah i forgot that like we haven't seen that yet we haven't seen the progression of these mm. characters like Did you see mike's face though he, you know, <laughs> he was looking at her yeah i, I can't it's wait deep, it's deep now. <laughs> i'm so excited it's such it's so goddamn good um but yeah and this, this last one again like I, I just want to bring this up because it's so bizarre um but it's a movie that we're hopefully going to be talking about in the next few weeks um which kind of lit uh fright fest uh on fire uh back in august um which is one cut of the dead um Did kind of on my list <laughs> yeah i know sorry <laughs> um yeah, we're not going to talk about the movie too much, but just like because it go on goes from what happened a couple of weeks ago with um the house that Jack built. Mm, where, yeah, this was outrageous. Like this movie, for people that don't know, just it, it's been getting quite a you know it, it's a small kind of independent Japanese horror movie that got really good super, word of mouth, super low budget independent. Yeah, so that, so they're trying got to a ton of buzz. Yeah, so obviously the the good word of mouth has helped propel this movie and is you know it's, it's done the publicity for them. Um, so they're obviously trying to sell this to an audience, and they've they've got a limited theatrical release in the UK. Um, I, I'm is not that sure about like elsewhere. yesterday or like this week. Yeah, I think. yeah, yeah, I think so because I know it's yeah. in London. Um, mm. But and, and and with like a sort of I think is an on demand DVD Blu-ray that sort of thing at the end of the month. Um, yeah, there is. Yeah, and then this kind of just randomly appeared sort of it was over it was between sort of christmas and new year wasn't it mm-hmm. um it just randomly appeared on amazon prime yeah. um uk could, and could, us yeah uk us you could rent it or if you were a prime member you could just watch it for free yeah i and... straight up saw it and had the play button and was like oh i'll watch this like the next day <laughs> yeah um and then yeah it turns out we we kind of we, we assumed that this was a mistake didn't we because you you sent it to me and i was just like what how has this movie just come out of nowhere and it's free well it um, seemed weird but you know sometimes because because it's so independent, it didn't surprise me to think um, Amazon have just brought the worldwide rights and just shoved it on there. Yeah. Like, it didn't surprise me because these things do happen all the time. But, um, but yeah, apparently not. Apparently, Amazon just put up whatever bootleg-ass versions of movies are out there and put it on their streaming platform. Yeah, that's that's apparently the story. Um, it kind of, uh, I think it's the, the distributor on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah trying to pull up their their tweet because it was really bizarre their wording where yeah they used the word bootleg and basically said that amazon yeah. was selling a bootleg um well apparently like the version was heavily edited and right. uh the subtitles were poorly done like it, right. it was not like the an official press or cut or whatever you want to call it a uh, copy of the film so um yeah it's bizarre that 
some obviously this film is just I don't know how Amazon works. I'm, I'm assuming, you know, somewhere, you know, someone got paid to, yeah. <laughs> to, to give this bootleg version to Amazon. Like someone got a paycheck and Amazon, I, I can I can only assume, thought they were getting the proper movie. Like I'm not trying to, mm. um, I'm not trying to, you know, be on their side at all because it's outrageous what they've done. But like, uh, you know, you, you, you've got to think that they thought they were buying the film, but they just didn't do the background checks on it. Um, either way, this kind of, weird version of the film was up for a good 48 hours yeah it's really bizarre so so they tweeted uh third window films who's the distributor they said yeah the the amazon and amazon uk prime version of one cut of the dead is an unauthorized bootleg release of the film as the film's world sales agent and distributor we didn't put it there and it shouldn't be there uh please watch in uk cinemas and then they said thanks to everyone's support we managed to get the pirated version of one cut of the dead off (laughs) prime video no apology or real explanation from Amazon. Considering the financial and legal implications, that's a pretty poor show. Sort mm. yourselves out, Amazon. Um, obviously, when, when I first read this, it, it was so bizarre to me because I was like, how does this happen? Especially with a huge company like Amazon. And my, my initial thoughts were someone messed up. Someone who actually does have the rights to this thought, yeah, we'll just throw it on Amazon. That's fine. And then we'll also get the cinema release. We'll also get the Blu-rays and didn't really think much of it um, and didn't really realize the implications of putting it out early. Mm. Um, and then there was kind of the backtracking involved. But the more you look into this, the more it does seem like they're genuine. Obviously, it's hard to tell what's going on. Yeah, um, I can't really like accuse these people of anything. It's just, this is purely my own, own sort of thoughts when I first saw this story it was like i, I kind of just feel like who has a version of the movie you know i'm assuming it was really high quality this isn't like some pirated version that someone filmed in a cinema like it seemed like it was a legit copy of the movie so someone had that um so yeah it's bizarre it's, isn't it it's a really weird story and obviously the only reason why i kind of want to bring it up was because of the fact that it just happened as well you know with yeah. the jack bill and it's weird like horror movie releases are bloody weird um they always yeah. have been and they probably always will be just give us a um, way to watch them properly as well because like yeah. we we didn't pull the trigger on either of these because we want to support the movies when they come out properly and mm. you know that means we're not seeing the movies we really want to see which you know is the right decision i feel um but it's the one that shoots us in the foot you know and we just want to see them you know yeah. that has the jack built god knows if how we're ever going to see that <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing. Like with this, yeah. it's kind of is good because this is yeah, fine because because I've got the Blu-ray already pre-ordered. Like, yeah, they're already saying that like this is how we want you to experience the movie, mm. which is great. But yeah, the the other side of the coin, like you've rightly said, House of Jack built. We're dying to see that movie, and we can. Um, mm. but we also don't know if it's going to get a proper cinema UK release at a later date, which we'd much rather have as our first experience of the movie. Definitely. Um, so yeah, it's it's a goddamn mess. Yeah, um, one cut of the dead. Um, is twenty eighth of January. Okay. Blu-ray. Yeah, nice. the UK. So. so, yeah, we'll be talking about that very uh, soon, hopefully. Um, but, yeah, that was all the news. Outrageously uh, priced. Yeah. <laughs> um, only only a few news stories, let's say. There was loads of weird stuff that happened over the holidays, mm. I'm sure. Um, but we just had to cut it all down because, yeah, we just got we just got to keep on top of the new stuff. And there's plenty to get to. Um, yeah, there is. Yeah. Shall we get to this week's film? Let's do it. Let's talk about Black Mirror Bandersnatch. Yeah, obviously, as I just said, um, let's get to this film. That's kind of an interesting conversation I wanted to bring up <laughs> regarding this movie. Um, or I, I don't guess, know what I don't know what this thing is, man. 
because yeah we've we've covered black mirror you know the last two seasons this is on this is undefinable yeah like i my question was just kind of like how do how are we going to define it going forward like is this eligible for our top 10 movies of the year for example um it's weird I, 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 i i feel like it's a movie yeah, I do as well. Like people um, are throwing around like game and all this stuff, and I'm just like, no, it's an interactive movie. Um, isn't it? Yeah, it's an interactive movie. It has a runtime of 90 minutes. Like it's not a TV, it's not a one-off TV show episode. It's a feature mm. length, and I think you know, f- for me, it's a movie. But uh, you know, it's 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 something very unique, which we'll get into. Yeah, I think for the for the purpose of like like say arguments sake and list sake, yeah, I'm definitely treating it as a movie, mm, um, yeah. and I also treat it just as I would treat every episode of Black Mirror. You know, to me, this is the twentieth episode. You know, they're all, they're all equal. Um, yeah. But yeah, this is really exciting. We obviously we talked about a few weeks ago that this was kind of the rumors that yeah there wasn't going to be a new ser- series just yet. They were going to release this special, and we'd heard about it a while back, many many months ago, that there was the rumors of kind of wanting it to be a choose your own adventure style Black Mirror mm. episode. Mm. Um, this turned that out that was to be never like was. properly confirmed, was it? Like no, none of the stuff was. It was all no. very much uh, rumors, speculation, but it all turned out to be correct. Yeah. Um, it was also the filming location in the UK when they they turned a shopping little center into like the 80s where they had the old school wh smith and mm. all the old records from the 80s and you know that that is obviously in this episode um yeah. so yeah well it's all kind of come together and it was all correct and uh yes i mean do you want to give us a, a sort of a brief synopsis of this one i mean i'll give it a go man <laughs> um yeah so as you already said like this movie is a kind of throwback piece it's set in 1984 i think yeah. or, or in the 80s where um our kind of lead character is a young video game programmer that's come up with this kind of um choose your own adventure game called bandersnatch based off this choose your own adventure novel um mm. that he's like kind of obsessed with and he um has an interview with a video game company to kind of uh you know them to fund him making the game and that's basically where we go from there he, you know at this point it, the whole the whole film is choose your own adventure so pretty much from that point on you get to choose the path where the game is made what happens and how crazy things go and things go crazy regardless yeah. um but yeah other than that i think it i mean that's kind of the brief rundown of the first little bit um you know very early on with the choose your own adventure it's very mundane the choices mm. kind of you know what was it cornflakes or sugar puffs you know choose yeah, the cereal the <laughs> and kind of choose what song he's listening to mm. on the train and just to get your mind kind of used to this pause and press kind of the the options and that sort of thing but very early on the, you know the, the next decision is a pretty major one and kind of thereafter pretty much every decision turns out to have a quite major implication on what happens mm. um and I mean, I guess I guess we probably want to stop there and then give an overview. And it's going to be impossible to actually have a full conversation without this until giving up a spoil a full spoiler warning. And it's going to yeah. have to become spoiler casty, yeah. Because because you can pretty much kind of anyone that's done a choose your own adventure book knows the idea that there will be uh, story threads that go for a long time and there are story threads that end very quickly mm. so you can kind of get to an ending quite quickly in this and i think that's why we we want to start unpacking things and it does start to get into spoiler territory yeah 
But yeah, that's the um, rough idea of it, man. I mean, where yeah. did you where did you sit on this one? Well, so I feel like it is it helps to give a, a slight bit of context, really, for kind of us and our own feelings on this sort of thing, because mm. um, lots of people have different impressions of this. Um, I will start by saying that we, I, I assume you played this on a PS4 as well. No, watch this on a PS4. Did you no. not? No. Oh, how did you watch mean. it? Oh, okay, so so was it just your remote had yep. the option sort of thing? Yeah. Um. Because yeah, I, I did it on PS4, and obviously it has you use the controller, and so like it, it vibrates heavily during the choices. Oh, okay. Um. It like just before it's about to come up, your controller starts vibrating, so you know like oh shit, I'm I'm having to sort of make a choice. Oh, okay. Um. So I felt like that was nice. I'd, I'd seen a few people talk about that really, where that was like the the preferred way to to watch this uh, film. Um. And also just no, the fact I mean, that I just I just played it through my TV. And yeah, just I was going to say as well, remote, so... like sat next to me. You uh, you had plenty of time to make a decision, so yeah, I never just... felt like I was rushed grabbing my remote trying to make the decision. Did did it work? Uh, per, like okay for yeah. you as well? Yeah, perfectly. Because I, I saw like a few people were having issues with certain smart TVs and all this sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, so I, my I feel goddamn like... TV caused me issues. I'd be mad. Yeah, um, the amount of money I spent on it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I feel like a lot of people. It was like they're, they're trying to watch it on their phone on a bus or something. It's yeah, like, exactly. It's not the way you're supposed to play this. And also, I love the fact that it just screws over piracy so much because you it's impossible yeah. to pirate this, which is great. Yeah, um, yeah it's fantastic. But yeah, so th- that kind of aspect of it. Also, the fact that I adore um, choice based narrative driven video games. Um, mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite genres of games. Um, you know, just last year, one of my favorite games of last year was a, a narrative based uh, story based game uh, detroit become human so i love games where it's like you don't really have much gameplay it's just making choices and seeing how they impact these characters so kind of mm. i'm already in on that as a concept um because i feel like for a lot of people that'd be a little bit kind of if you, you could be a huge huge black mirror fan not give a mm. shit about playing video games and, and this might be a bit of a struggle for you yeah um so i feel like that is something that's worth noting as well yeah um, and i think it's i think it's more leads along the, the that sort of path because uh, this this the the idea of the actual Bandersnatch plot is him adapting a Choose Your Own Adventure book. Mm. And, like, I never liked Choose Your Own Adventure books. Yeah. I tried a few of them and just never – they never grasped me at all. And so kind of comparing this to that is is almost chalk and cheese, and it's a much more direct comparison the video game kind of – choose your own adventure style games yeah definitely it's really interesting that it mashes them all together you know you have the the original book which they kind of show then he he's he's um developing and programming this really super old school sort of um commodore 64 level video game um then of course we're playing it on the most high-tech piece of kind of interactivity and streaming service there is um and i I love that it kind of melds them all together and it it clearly references that as well as you sort of uh watching it um Mm. that was one of the things i really enjoyed um but yeah, kind of I, I, overall uh, thoughts on it. I re- I really enjoyed it. I think that it's um it's very different to what I'd usually want and expect from a Black Mirror episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll kind of get into that really because it's not about a lot of the themes that I usually expect from a Black Mirror episode. It was more fun than Black yeah. Mirror has probably ever been. Um, yeah. It's a fun roller coaster ride that I was in it for the whole time and I was like glued to my screen and really enjoying all the choices. Yeah, um, which is not something that is usually usually kind of like almost. I'm never one of those people that say like some people do a black mirror where it's like, Oh, I watch one episode and I won't want to, you know, kill myself and smash my phone. Like I'm never that dramatic with it, but it definitely does can leave no, a lasting it impact didn't on have you. The unfriended effect on me. Yeah, normally. exactly. Um, whereas this was just pure, like this was just fun, man. And like, it has some heavy stuff in it, but I, I feel like it was all played with such a crazy tone and, and so tongue in cheek and so referential and so meta that, 
I could never really take it too seriously. And I like that. Yeah. I, I thought the tone worked for what they were going for. Um, I don't think this will be for everyone. It's kind of when we, when we, again, when we get into it more and compare it to previous black mirrors, like this wouldn't be anywhere near the top of the list in terms of what I would recommend to someone. Cause I think that this has a very high barrier for it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, but for my own personal interest, like it ticks so many boxes. Like I love that it was back in Britain. Um, I've missed that in, in in especially the last season where there's so many stories that are now set in America. Um, I feel like Black Mirror needs its kind of British core um, to be its best, and this really had that. Um, obviously, with the British actors, the British setting, um, love the '80s setting as well, and, and and of course it being all about video game development and especially retro video game development. Um, I loved all that. So obviously, personally, it ticked a lot of boxes. And then overall, I thought the execution was fabulous. Um, it definitely has its issues, um, which we can get into. But overall, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Yeah, this one was a bit of a for me. It was a it was a bit of a roller coaster ride because when it first started, and you, those first initial decisions that are obviously there to just like make sure you can work the remote and mm. choose the decisions. But I was like, I hate this so much. <laughs> I was getting so drawn out of the experience, um, having to make a decision that I just did not care about and when it and then when it actually started to get into actually making decisions um not this is not a spoiler because it's because i'm not going to talk about the consequence but the first meaningful decision you have to make is whether to accept the job offer or not Hmm. and kind of like even that i was just kind of like i just want to watch the experience do you know what i mean i wasn't fully on board with the concept but then as my decision and the path I went down played out and then I kind of subsequently started to repay, replay things and as things kind of got more in-depth and more interactive with me, um, I was really into it and by the end I was th- thoroughly enjoying it. And I feel like this one is just such a conversation piece. Um, you know, quite often you go away and you think about Black Mirror, like you say, and you don't necessarily smash your phone like some people say, but you, you tend to always think about things and the message that he's trying to give. Whereas with this one, I just want to sit down and talk to people about like, mm. so what the hell did you do? Like, what, what did you do first? And like, how much of a nutcase are you? Or are you more normal? Because I, I don't think I am, man. And then yeah, like, and just yeah. like actually know which way you go, because you can go like some quite different paths with what where this character goes. And yeah, I, I kind of found it hilarious, the, the path I went down instantly. And I kind of think like that that's the conversation piece and that's the fun part about this and the actual overall story and kind of like if when once we unpack bandersnatch as a story um it's not the strongest black mirror at all it doesn't have Mm. this deep really you know it's quite by the numbers almost like the second it starts to unpack you can kind of see where it's going but that's okay because the the special source is this choose your own adventure i certainly wouldn't want another one let's put it that way as well yeah um I enjoyed it. I can only imagine the time and effort that goes into something like this as well. Yeah. Um, you know, we get to see a little bit of that because our character is making one of these in, as a video game and kind of like <laughs> the, the crazy mind maps and stuff. And I just kind of think like, you know, yeah, it was, it was good. And like I say, it, it to, to do something like this is like something so fresh. I know obviously there is the Minecraft one as well. Mm. Um, and I've actually given that a little go and it's terrible because it is literally <laughs> like the first two decisions of Bandersnatch throughout as far as right. I could see. Like I, I played maybe half an hour to 40 minutes of it and it was just like, oh, do you want to wear a blue t-shirt or a red t-shirt today? I'm mm. like, oh, I don't care. 
and it's very and much so, like kids first sort of it, shooter. It is, it yeah. is. But but do you know what I mean? Like this is definitely a lot more than that. Um, mm. So yeah, I I enjoyed it, and it's one that I kind of throw out a recommendation to, especially. You know, I mean, if you're a Black Mirror fan, I, you know, you gotta you gotta just see it all. But it's something that, like you say, it's not it's not your first recommendation for Black Mirror. But I can see a lot of people enjoying this and kind of as this different experience. Um, I think it'd be quite interesting, like being with a group of people as well and all like shouting which way you'd want to go and stuff and have it as a viewing party, that sort of thing. Mm. Um, because kind of definitely when I was watching it, we were shouting things at the TV and stuff, and kind of like that that made it quite fun. Yeah. Um, one of the, one of the things about this episode for me was going in, especially when I heard about it a while ago. You know, obviously the rumored mm. choose your own adventure Black Mirror episode. Um, I had a lot of thoughts about it, and and my main issue going in was going to be, is it going to actually earn that right to actually be a choose your own adventure style mm. interactive movie? Because if it is just you know, take any Black Mirror episode, for an example, um, you know, like Playtest, you know, where it's yeah. just like, oh, you're just watching a guy in VR and, and da-da-da, and then suddenly there's a choice. Like, well, is that, that really going to matter? When, when you got the first two choices, and I was like, oh, okay, they played the song I picked, but that, that's just yeah. doubling the soundtrack over the top. And, oh, he picked cornflakes out instead of sugar puffs or whatever. I was just like, nah, like, this is this is, this is is what I was worried it was going to be. Yeah, exactly. And so, obviously, then, when once I obviously learned what the actual story is, you know, it's, it's him making a Choose Your Own Adventure, so it's very much based upon that i was like oh that's cool you know the, the character is going through kind of what we're going through and, and then i kind of had some thoughts going in that i ways that i thought this would go and it kind of did lean into those so that, that is a little bit spoilery so i can't really go into it too much mm. but i felt like the way the character would be start viewing the world around him essentially and the choices that are being made um that's how i thought this was going to go and it did and i thought that did that well but the other thing as well is kind of you know this story it does it loops around you see multiple scenes different times with slightly different um you know choices and changes and i feel like that is where this really earned the right to be a choose your own adventure yeah. story this wouldn't have worked really i don't think if it was just a 90 minute thing where they kept replaying scenes because that'd be a bit dull and boring whereas there the were loop it more than yeah. you know other people i think that works really well well and there was points where um you know i got like quite far and the the down one path and then the decision it brought me back to was way early and i thought oh yeah. my god have i got to watch like this 10 minute conversation again but it does like a really concise replay of the conversation yeah and even the conversation itself slightly changes mm. which is really clever and then you then you jump into the choice again so it's quite rapid when you go through it again and mm. and i think that's where it's something really special where it's so unique and different and doing it like that was a really clever touch that kept me engaged because after my first couple of kind of endings if you like i kind of thought to myself oh, i don't know if i'm going to keep going but then because it was quite easy to delve back into and get to new stuff um it kept me going yeah um yeah it's, it's got some really cool stuff in it what what did you think about the actual choices because obviously that is one of the big things especially with the video games kind of the the, mm. the forced choices something about what made you know telltale's the walking dead season one which in my opinion is still one of the great all-time sort of choice-based video games yeah was those really difficult choices of oh which what do i do do i do this or do i do that to me it felt like I they weren't really too mean no. what did you think of them i felt the same really where even when they turned out to be meaningful, you didn't realize at the time. I never agonized over a decision at no. all throughout the game. And even and at the uh, for, for me at the end, like the, one of the final decisions I'm, I've made, I was just like, yeah, fuck you, I'm going to do that. And like, <laughs> um, I just never felt like emotionally attached or, you know, yeah, stressed out or worried about the decision I was making. And, and quite often I felt like, yeah, you didn't. It was just like, 
it literally, you know, it was like, oh, wear the blue shirt or red shirt. And then someone like, you know, they'll be like, oh, you're wearing red. And then he'll kill you. And it's like, oh, well, I mean, what could I have done there? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's a completely made up scenario. But yeah. you know what I mean? It was like that where you made a decision and you didn't realize the gravitas of what it was going to do. Um, so, yeah, for that, for that reason, it, it didn't have me grip like some of these video games do where you really feel like, shit. I've got to make a big decision here. It's going to affect things greatly, and I don't know which way to go. I never, it never had that escalation for me. Yeah, like I, I completely agree, and, and I feel like obviously with a lot of the games that we played recently, it is because that's what they're yeah. going for. You know, it is the emotional weight of oh, I really care about this character, and I really want to see the best for them. Whereas, yeah, this was not the vibe I got from this at all. But I feel like, and I like this it is for- a. Yeah, I don't know actually because for me, I feel obviously like the that choices weren't as important. But no. I feel like the actual the the fun ride of it was kind of like like you say. I completely agree with you where I had multiple moments, especially towards the end, where there were probably some what would be deemed bad choices, and I was just like, yeah, fuck it, I'm in for the ride at this point. Yeah. I just want to see it yeah. play out. Yeah, I know what you mean, and I guess I guess it's different when you when it's your character that you're physically playing as. Like uh, you know, you, you feel a bit more attached to a video game, but mm. I kind of like that emotional weight behind it. Oh yeah, I do. Um, yeah. You know, more than than something like this. Um, I guess, like, I mean, I think we need to go into some spoilers, really, to, like, mm. really talk about and unpack things. Yeah, that's fine. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I guess what, what would be your recommendation overall? Yeah, I mean, I definitely think you need to check this out. I think if you've not seen Black Mirror before, you should watch other Black Mirror episodes. Uh, yeah. But um, don't start from season one, episode one, either. But, um, <laughs> yeah. you know... Uh, somewhere somewhere around season three and then you know, uh, yeah i was gonna say i've always said start yeah. start from when start, it started on start Netflix. With nosedive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, i think that's the perfect entry point yeah um, I, I, that's that's where I, I say to people as well but but if you've if you've seen other things and definitely watch this because it's it's fun it's a really fun episode and or, or event film thing mm. like whatever you want to call it <laughs> yeah no i i definitely would recommend it because i loved it and it, it was mm. i thoroughly enjoyed it and it will be one of the things that i will will probably want to be one of my most enjoyable things of the year um but it's just you know in terms of what other people get from this i just have so many caveats in terms of like what is your you know background on this sort of thing would would you even care about making choices would you rather just sit and relax and watch something and not have to worry Mm. about that sort of thing um i would like to know what different people's takes on it is because obviously Mm. i know what our take on it is but we very much come from the video game i i still personally though do not want any more of these yeah because for me if I want to play a video game and do that sort of thing, I have the choice there. When mm. I watch a film or a TV show, I, I don't want to be worrying about anything. I want to be relaxed. Um, yeah. So, yeah, for me, this was a one-off. I wouldn't want to do it again. Yeah, it's a really cool experiment. It's mm. not the future of Netflix. It's not the future of Black Mirror or anything yeah. like that. It's just a really cool one-off, and it fit the story perfectly. Which and is it fits, I really and like. if it's Black Mirror. Yeah. Yeah, this sure. weird, quirky, one-off experience thing, you know. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, I guess spoiler alert at this mm. point. Uh, hopefully you've played for it at least once um, and seen at least one of the endings. Because um, yeah. there's a lot. Of, I don't know how far either of us got in it, really. Um, no, it's cool, really. I guess we'll start to unpack it. Yeah, but I mean, um, yeah, once you get into it, obviously, like you say, the, the first two choices are very benign and just kind of getting mm-hmm. you used to the choices. And then, yeah, you get the first choice, which, like I say, I feel like everyone would pretty much do the same thing. Which Yeah, is the first choice is just, is just like a... Uh, fuck you you're gonna make bad decisions yeah like it's the it's them telling you that you know you, you need to go back and repet replay things because um kind of uh, I, i'm assuming everyone accepted the job offer and, mm. and yeah the, the you get an ending very fast at that point that's um you know it felt a bit bizarre really didn't it uh, it, it didn't yeah. me anyway because everything accelerated really fast and it was literally them just saying to you 
yeah, when you make a bad decision, like you need to go back and replay. Because when credits rolled, like straight away, I was like, oh, so am I done with the whole experience now? Do I have to like, when I when it said play again, I thought, I wonder if I'm going to get brought back to the beginning scene. Mm. Like I wasn't sure where, where the entry point was going to be again. And when I pressed the play button and it was like, do you want to go back to the job offer decision? I was like, yeah, 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 I do actually. Like, cool. Yeah, <laughs> it was, that was my first frustration with this. And it was yeah. probably my biggest concern with this episode overall. And again, I know there's apologies for people who don't give a shit about video games, but there's going to be a lot of comparisons here for, for this uh, movie is that I hate that in a, in a choice-based video game. Like if you make a choice and the mm. game just says, nope, sorry, you made the wrong choice, make the other choice, you're not giving yeah. me a choice. You give yeah. me one path. And so when that happened in that first option where I said, yeah, I want the job, and in the, and in the movie basically said, eh, eh, wrong answer, try again. Mm. I was like, is this gonna, what this is going to be, where I'm just yeah. making 50-50 well, choices until I get the, it right? The funny thing is, and I kind of felt that way, because the next just moving on a little bit the next kind of biggest decision is whether you go in whether you talk about your mum or not yeah at the psychiatrist and i thought you didn't want me to accept the job offer you want me to talk about my mum, and i said no i was like right. i'm not going to talk about her <laughs> and then they repeat she repeats she goes are you sure you don't want to talk about your mum?" and i say and i was just like no i don't want to talk about my mum." and and then like <laughs> And and That's so I was just like, screw you, because I just did not want to go down the path of the decisions they wanted me to make at that point. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. That's but, funny. Yeah. So I, I obviously for that one, when it was like, do you want to talk about your mom? I was like, yeah, sure. I'll give the backstory yeah. for this character. Yeah. Uh, I was like, no, I don't want the backstory. I don't care. <laughs> like, so I'll I, make I, a video game. I think that that does that is one of the major kind of um, changes. Oh, it's a well, major one through, yeah. the, through the playthroughs because obviously you wouldn't get that exposition about what happened with him and the, and the kind of the rabbit going missing and the resentment for the father yeah. and all of this stuff. Um, no, but yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't have any of that. And then I think for, for me, because obviously, so the first ending for me was the job offer. Obviously, mm. going there and the game sucking, and then after that, it was going. Um, I can't remember the the other guy's name, but Will Poulter's character. Um, in when I when I went when I saw like Colin, Colin, yeah. When my dad took me to the doctors and I saw Colin, yeah, I went off to him instead of yeah. to the doctors, and then um, got the choice of him jumping or me jumping off the yeah. building, and I made him jump. Yeah, um, I, I did the same, and then that was like my my next ending. Because how does that end after that? So he he jumps, then you just yeah. go back to the doctor's office anyway. Yeah. Um, and then, oh yes, of now course. That's when you yeah. have the option after it, where you you have the drugs and you can like take them or throw them away. And then oh, you see, that's yeah. And and I threw them away. And then my my ending was I had the fight with the psychiatrist. Yeah. Yeah, where it was proper hilarious, where you just have like this proper <laughs> slapstick fight with the psychiatrist that gets out of hand like super fast, and you end up like absolutely beating the shit out of each other and getting taken away like going mental yeah well obviously a lot has happened between those two because obviously that's yeah. when, it, when it starts to get really meta um but just to pull it back to the column bit yeah. because i think this that was, was my... that was the next ending for me though yeah yeah i think yeah. it was for me as well yeah. um but, yeah. but the yeah because that was a huge chunk wasn't it that was like yeah. 30 to 40 minutes um yeah yeah that that the scene when you go to colin's place is like the best part of this episode or film or whatever you want to call it by far for me like i loved it so much um colin you know slash will polter i adored him in in this episode he was my my favorite part of it by far um yeah amazing performance loved the character loved his accent and his look and, and everything he said um he felt like to me 
you know, he was Charlie Brooker in this episode. Every every yeah. line he said sounded like something Charlie would say. He was the creator to me in terms of he had this weird, like, mystical ability to me where he felt like he was guiding us through Bandersnatch. He was like a guardian, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah, and, and so I loved that. And and obviously when you have the conversations, when, when he does the big rant about Pac-Man, program and control man, I loved all of that stuff. And he's he's really plotting out the rest of the movie to us when he's saying that, you know, the, they poison um... your food and they implant fake memories in your head and all this stuff. Um I loved all of that so much. I I agree with everything you said there. The only thing is it really annoyed me during those scenes was the you had the option to take a pill that he gave you, yeah. yes or no, and I said no, <laughs> and then he slips it in your drink anyway. Yeah, I and said I yes. Was like, <laughs> and, yeah, I was like, that's really frustrating that they made me take this. Yeah. Also, I was really frustrated at... Um, his character was saying like oh people are trying to blindly drug you and everything else and then that's exactly what he does mm. to get to get his point across and i thought like i just really wanted him to be clever in that i felt like that really fell apart for me like he's talking about the pac-man and like you say all of that stuff and how they drug you and everything else and then he literally does that and yeah so that kind of really took me out of that scene and made me not like it that much um, yeah that, that's a really overall i enjoyed colin's character yeah, like that's a really interesting and good point because um, I'm I've I've got a flow chart that I'm looking at right now, which I always love to do with these choice based things to kind of keep track of right. where we are in the story. Because um, I always love to see the behind the scenes of how these things work, especially when you look at it for video games, like they're insane. Um, yeah. and, and I think the sign of a good flow chart is it looks like the most mental thing you've ever seen. Yeah. Um, and and so for this bit when it says you know you go around Collins, it says take drug yes or no, and and it just is a straight line down to the next thing. Yeah. Which is jump Stefan or Colin, and, and yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, that that proves to me that that's why was that there like there didn't need to be a choice um i kind of get where they're going for in some aspects but they are trying to prove you know like oh we don't have choices and and rah 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 and obviously this this does have a lot to Mm. say about that sort of stuff but i don't know it goes against i I, think i I also just yeah you know when you're controlling a character and they they force like the drug use on you i just i just i don't know i wasn't a massive fan of it to be honest yeah there's there's a couple of moments but i just kind of like that i didn't i didn't i was not a fan of and it took me out of it there's a couple um, of moments as well where they keep trying to make you destroy the computer. Like, oh my constantly. god! Yeah, because because I was like trying to be genuine there as well, where mm. I was like, me, I would not destroy something that I need that much. Like if yeah. I get angry at a video game, I'm not going to smash my video games console. I'm not going to smash my TV because I need that shit and I like that shit. I might punch a wall or you know slam on the desk, which is one of the options, or something like that to let my rage out but i would never destroy like my equipment yeah so you got given that option multiple times and Mm -hmm. every time i said no and then the the, then there was one point where it was like chuck a drink over it or smash it up and i'm like really Mm -hmm. like you've literally just saying fuck you you gotta smash it and yeah that annoyed me too the the first one as well is throw tea over the computer or shout at his dad yeah and it was just like well i don't want to do either of these stupid options but i'm not going to wreck the computer so then you have to do the other option and that just didn't Mm. feel right either and like you say yeah then it for then it's like hit desk or destroy computer i'm like oh and then i'm trying to read the underlayers of well if i hit the desk what's going to happen is it going to knock over the tea is it a trick choice like i don't yeah i I didn't like those choices at all no Um, they were really really poor um I feel like especially, you know, kind of after the, the Colin scene's fantastic. And then obviously if you go down the thread where um, you get the computer and you can put on the computer, you know, you can put yeah. the, 
the white bear symbol which is used for out or you can put the word netflix and oh and that was fantastic you know when this happened i was just like what and i just immediately yeah. pressed x on netflix i was like i Me need too. to see what the hell this is and then yeah when that whole was, scene there was, that was my favorite part of the episode that was my favorite scene it was so fantastic but yeah. he was like what is netflix and it was like explain further what netflix is i was like yeah, yeah i will yeah, yeah he, he literally said what the fuck is netflix and like yeah. i was dying watching it at that yeah. point and then it cuts to the it. next scene with a psychiatrist and she's like netflix is that a planet like it yeah. was so amazing and then obviously then the, that perfectly transitions into um have you fight. seen have you seen both the outcomes of that if you choose to fight or leap out the window no i only fought oh so i fought the first time yeah and then i replayed it again to leap out of the window um, oh i never i never went back to it yeah I, I did the netflix thing again just to see what would happen um yeah. and oh you know, i didn't obviously... get netflix as an option again oh yeah because it is weird because it, it changes again. to like packs and all yeah. these different things um yeah but uh yeah i got netflix and so the obviously the fight scene is amazing um but the leap out of the window he basically goes to leap out the window and then it's like cut and it and it pulls back and you see the set you see like the director and all the cameras and everything and they're like uh what are you doing they call him mike which right. i thought would be awesome if that was the actual actor's name yeah um but they're obviously just pretending that's the actor's name because uh, which is a real shame well, that's a bit um, silly i know i didn't really understand that but they were like what are you doing mike and he was like oh i was just gonna jump out the window and they're like no it's a fake window you need to do the fight scene now and they just go over this like really meta bit and that's how it ends uh but oh, that okay, was a really cool weird. scene as yeah. well um but yeah that, that whole stuff was really cool um I feel like one of the one of the biggest parts of the entire episode, and the, I guess the biggest branch, is when you get into this whole loop surrounding. It's like a it's like a safe, your dad's safe. Yeah, um, yeah. Used to put in a password. Yeah. Um, how did this go for you then on the first time? Um. So the first time I put in a password, I don't think it opened. Right. Uh, and then the second time it did open. And it had that I was basically a science experiment. Yeah. And then the third time I got a teddy bear. Oh, okay. I think that's how it went down. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure it didn't open for me first time. Yeah, I think my, my first options were toy and something else. So I put toy in and yeah. got the toy out of it. And so... Oh, that... yeah. Now, maybe that did happen, but then nothing really happens because of it. Your dad's behind you, isn't he? And just says like, oh you want that back do you and then but the the scene afterwards still plays out the same you, your mom still misses the train i can't remember if that's the one or not because what's the what's the one where she gets on the train that's when you that's like right uh, that's when you oh yeah maybe that was toy it I is part of that, that it's part of that loop but obviously because because at what point did the episode tell you the backstory surrounding the mother then because you never chose to speak about it did you after my well that's why because when i did the fight psychiatrist scene it brought me right back to the choice to talk uh, about mum or not and then that's when it said yes because did you never have the choice again to say no no because i yeah. i said yes the first time and then yeah, yeah when, I, when i had the fight scene and came far. back it went back to the pill um, decision or something yeah the net the netflix decision oh the netflix so, decision so it didn't go yeah. back that far i looped back to netflix after that but the first one i looped back to was the mum choice yes or no and that was when yeah. i was like oh fuck you you're gonna make me talk about it yeah and then uh yeah and then, then i kind of looped around um the thing that made me laugh is the second we started to loop i said um the second i get an option to kill someone i'm doing it <laughs> yeah. like the second things start to go crazy um i'm gonna do it and then like the very next one it was basically when you're um under pressure and you're like on deadline day and your dad uh is like giving you giving you shit and uh it's the option just like kill dad or don't kill dad and i was like yeah, yeah it's gonna happen yeah it's gonna um, happen 
so so yeah what was kind of your initial ending then when you when you finished it um well i don't really well, uh, after the fight scene yeah i, I mean because i've done one yeah because well, yeah, once my you get next to that after that was probably my favorite for me right so i um that's the one where you i killed the dad yeah chopped him up nice obviously <laughs> obviously <laughs> like the, that was hilarious as well because i spoke to other people after like what your first instinct was to kill him and chop him up i'm like fuck yeah it was they're like you watch a lot of horror movies don't you i'm like fuck yeah yeah i do um see so yeah, i chopped him up and then i think colin comes around doesn't he and I, I i think i didn't kill him right because basically at the end of it bandersnatch is like a massive hit it's fantastic and then it gets pulled from the shelves because they figure out oh no maybe i killed both no, I killed both. <laughs> yeah, I killed both. Yeah, because because they because they because then then you get found out for killing both, and then then it cuts to like you in prison, like making the flow chart. But you've the game came out and was a success. And I'm like, ah, oh. at that point it's like Manhunt too. That game is out there. Everyone can get it, and it's a masterpiece. <laughs> so I was yeah. well happy with that ending. That was my favorite ending. That's yeah. my decision of how I how i choose bandersnatch to end that was i think that was either the second or third one i got um mm. one of the first ones i got was just one of the because there's multiple ways you can get i think there's about three or four towards the end but multiple uh paths lead to the same thing which was yeah i just went i killed him but then i just went to jail and i can't remember if either the game got released to a yeah, well, I think score that's, i think that's if you pulled. don't i think that's if you don't kill colin yeah it, i never because... saw colin again because obviously he jumped out of the building for me and i never saw him again Oh right, because when because I went right back to the decision to hear about mum, I never got the balcony decision again. Yeah. So he he so he never died in the rest of my playthroughs. Yeah. So, so for me, I got you, Kitty, kill... his girlfriend. Oh right, because after you kill your dad, that's amazing. Because yeah, after you kill your dad, Colin comes around every time. Mm. The your video game uh, boss calls you, and then yeah. he sends Colin around every time. Yeah. So yeah, the first time I was just on a murder spree, <laughs> then the second time I didn't kill Colin, and then he basically ratted me out, and then um, yeah, that that's why I went to prison. And I don't think the game ever came out, and I think the company goes bankrupt because the game never came out or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah, I think that was what I mainly got a couple of times where I went yeah. slightly different paths and got the same ending, and then yeah, I ended up you know chopping up the body, which is the only way to get the ending where you get a lot of the exposition at the end which is kind of interesting like each ending has kind of like a rating and it's yeah, the most vicious I... and brutal ending is the only one where you actually get five out of five on the game um which is right pretty cool because like yeah that's i know the only one where you get five out of five and i love the future as well because that's the obviously the only one where you get the you get to see colin's daughter in the present um, oh yeah! Did you get that stuff? Yeah, yeah, I got that stuff. Yeah, yeah that was so you, really cool. You obviously as well. get Colin's daughter, and she's she's basically adapting it for Netflix. Um, mm. She's essentially making the Bandersnatch that we've just watched. Yeah, I'd forgotten really about cool. that because that because that happened for me, and I thought, well, this is the ending. Yeah, like because I felt like this was going to have a definitive ending, which it doesn't. Mm. And so when I got that ending, and then you kind of get that bit with her as well, I was like, oh, it's done. And then when yeah. it said, then when it came back and said play again, I was yeah. like, what? And I almost didn't because i felt like that was perfect yeah um i'm glad i did because you get the muddling ones where you uh, like you say you're kind of in and out of prison and you know the game gets muddling scores depending on who you kill or who you don't kill and then mm. for me the final ending was when um you get the teddy bear to him as a child and you um your mum says that 
oh, we're going to miss the train anyway, but do you want to catch the later one with me? Yeah. And I straight away was like, hell yeah, I'm going to catch that train. See how that plays out. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, get on the train and die as a child. And then you kind of flash and you're in the psychiatrist's chair and you're yeah. flatlined. And yeah. that was the last ending I got. Oh, that's cool. See, that was I got that way before the other ones. Like, oh, really? That the, yeah. That was the first thing I got way before all of the jail endings and way before killing. Right, yeah, I had I had all of the jail ones, and then that was the last one for me. Yeah, see, that's really cool. Um, because like, yeah, mine was all in a weird order, really. Where like, say, I had that early on, then I had the sort of middle in jail ones, and then I had what I considered to be the best one, where you see, you know, like the 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 you know his daughter in the present, because yeah, that was I like how I liked one. it ended. Yeah. Um, that was that was like the first proper ending I got yeah and then yeah and then i feel like the final ending was basically the butterfly effect yeah exactly yeah just like (laughs) everything sucks i might as well just because that's what i felt like i was yeah and and that's why i felt like that was a natural progression because i was like oh i got like the game being perfect but i still kill a load of people and i kept Mm. replaying it and i was like there was no way for me to release a good game and not kill people yeah and that was why when i had the decision i was like yeah fuck it i'm just gonna die as a kid like i can't (laughs) <laughs> and and so I, I literally butterfly effect myself i was just like yeah well that was clearly intentional <laughs> as well i think that's what he's yeah. trying to say with this is like yeah at this point the only way to be happy was for bandersnatch to like never exist you know did you did you ever did you say no to that decision to get on the train the late train no i said yes what um, is the option if you say no do you know uh, I think it would just loop around again to like right, the, and then to, obviously to the, the jail scene. Again. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, you just go through from there. Because yeah, I just got the scene, went on the train, he flatlined in the psychiatrist's office, yeah. and it was like play again, and then I just yeah. didn't put like that code into the the, the password again. Yeah, you see, my final credits rolled then. Yeah. Yeah, I got I got final credits. I wonder if it, it does that after a few endings, but I got that for the, the um the the present ending. I um, heard that that what happened is it it sets itself to the ninety minute runtime yeah so when you get to 90 minutes whatever ending you get next is when the episode hard ends okay yeah it's interesting like if you you see as well because i think i don't know if you can do it on yours but i think on the playstation it's like if you click one of the sticks it it shows you like the overall runtime of something and yeah um, no it it didn't have the runtime it was like i think it was either five hours or six hours um is what the number says on the top left hand of the screen oh mine said nothing yeah it's like, interesting because it and it didn't it, say the the runtime on it's it it's very much like or everything it's very much like if you just ripped the raw files because the number goes back and forth like sometimes you'll be right on the end of it and then you'll make a decision and then you're suddenly at like the two hour mark and then you make another oh, decision and you're at the half the three and a half hour mark yeah it's clearly like just the raw files amounts to either five or six hours i can't remember which one it was yeah oh that's um, funny there's a lot of content it's, it's interesting mm. um and they, yeah. they've, they've talked about as well like easter eggs they they think that well, there's certain clips that people are never gonna find and stuff like that yeah well um, the fact that like even for us like i just assumed colin came to your house yeah after you killed your dad yep, and, yeah, i never I saw even... him after he jumped out that's why i was really disappointed because yeah. I, I he was my favorite part of it you have a really great scene because when you kill colin he's like yeah oh yeah I, yeah i he's did like, see that yeah, yeah he's, he's like, like oh well like, guess i'm gonna die like, then kill me <laughs> yeah and then like when you don't kill him he's like oh cheers i was kind of enjoying this lifeline like yeah this, this path i'm on yeah i and did I was see just that like, oh that's fantastic yeah and i was like <laughs> yeah that was my favorite colin because like i say the whole him at his house was a bit spoilt for me yeah but yeah yeah it's, it was really it was a weird thing man like it was it cool is really, it is really weird yeah and it's it's very it's a fun one to talk about um which I think is a great thing about Black Mirror. You know, you can you can talk about yeah. it so much. But yeah, it's it's a cool it's a cool thing. I'm glad it exists. You know, it's yeah. not yeah, it's not too. one of the I'm best. Glad they did something different. Yeah, and, you know, it is Black Mirror for me, experimenting mm. and doing these weird things, and the fact that like 
the show itself is about future tech and experimenting with weird tech and then they've actually done it with an episode mm. we're, we're doing this experience that we've never done before you know i think is is something really cool that you've got to put your hats off to him like uh um, yeah you know and to get that and to get it on like netflix and that and like you say it's cool that like it's this truly unique thing that can't be ripped and put somewhere else the fact yeah. that when you're talking about that raw file and how random it jumps around and that like mm. you just won't be able to replicate that yeah no imagine if someone has because i'm sure they have just ripped that six hours if you tried to watch that it would just be yeah painful. i want to watch i want to watch that six hours like <laughs> just just you know <laughs> Yeah, it just wouldn't make any sense. But yeah, it's it's, it's a fun one. Um, mm. But yeah, that was our discussion of uh, Black Mirror Bandersnatch. Uh, we'll take a short break and we'll be right back. So yeah, we need to announce the winner of our giveaway. Um, we did this on Twitter over the Christmas break. Uh, of course, you can follow us on Twitter at SHB Pod. Um, it was a collection of horror DVDs that we got at Fright Fest. Um, Hell yeah. So hopefully you enjoy them. Um, so yeah, cool little ones in there. Yeah, yeah, there's some pretty cool ones. Um, so yeah, obviously you've got I've got a random name generator here for all the people that retweeted uh, to enter uh, the giveaway. So, all good tech. Let's hope the tech works. Let's hope yeah. it's Black Mirror. Us. <laughs> no, so. If I come out as the winner, then we have a problem. Don't <laughs> yeah. Um, the winner is Plinkster. Uh, that's Three. at Plinkster. Um, Plinkster. I'll see if well I done. can find I wonder if we've got a name as well. I don't, I don't know. I can't find it right now. There's too many people on Twitter. Um, but yeah, congratulations to you. Hope you enjoy the horror DVDs. They'll be on your way uh, in the new Definitely. year. Definitely. Let us know what um, you think of them. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, yeah, we, we've also got a couple of questions on here uh, from uh, Twitter people. Um, we've got a Black Mirror question first, uh, which is from Kyle. Um, he says, what is your favorite Black Mirror episode? Uh, mine would probably be Shut Up and Dance. Um, God, I love Shut Up and Dance. It's so goddamn Ooh. good. Um, but, yeah, God, I guess, I do, do you want to go first? Or I've, I have no. prepared for this one. <laughs> yeah, you go, man. Yeah, so so there is. I, I actually have a ranking of all twenty in front of me, which I'm not going to read because it's Christ, way too yeah, much. Um, but I have a very definitive top three and bottom three, and then honestly, like the middle fourteen, um, it is very much like hard to decipher. Like I I like them all. Um, there's literally only three that I dislike, and then obviously there's the three standout ones. Um, but yeah, number one for me has always been the same. It's White Christmas. Um, I absolutely love it. I've watched it every single year since it's come out. I watched it a couple of weeks ago. It's to me, it's the perfect Black Mirror because it has crazy uh future tech which i think is really mm-hmm. cool it has amazing characters like phenomenal actors um rafe spall john ham everyone else that's in the episode knocks it out of the park it has really awesome twists that i didn't see coming um and it, it's so brutal like there are multiple moments in that episode where i was sick to my stomach and mm-hmm. every time the ending is so brutal and it to me it is the most black mirror episode in terms of what i would recommend to people this would always be like like obviously it's it's so like if you were like this you are gonna love everything else that black mirror has on offer true um because it, and, and if you don't like this then yeah black mirror is not for you um but yeah i love white christmas obviously the, the other two stand out to me would be san junipero and black museum um again mm. two perfect episodes really but yeah those would be the three for me that would stand out um what, what would be your picks yeah i guess i'm gonna cheat a bit as well and say more than one definitely <laughs> definitely black christmas as well like you've already spoke about it but but it's fantastic. white christmas uh, sorry white christmas um and when um 
Black Christmas also cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and um, the fact that that was like its first feature and didn't really know like that longer mm. runtime whether it'd be worth it or not. And the last one on 100%. Channel Four as well, which is insane. yeah, true, right. true. Um, and definitely San Junipero as well. Like that mm. move that that one got me like so much like when it ended i thought it was beautiful and kind of just the whole journey i felt so attached to the characters and their story and i was so into the um the 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 tech when it when it was revealed what the tech was i was Mm. so into that um and yeah so i love that um for me a couple of other different ones i absolutely love nosedive yeah nosedive is the one that like i recommend to people because it's the most black ass mirror um one that you can get really um it's so good it's such a good conversation on social media and the way the world is going and i I really think that's fantastic um and kind of um uss callister as well was one Mm. that really took me off guard um i first started yeah i've watched it twice um and like when i've watched the first five minutes of it i thought Oh, Blackburn has lost it. I was like, this, I remember like literally thinking to myself, they've gone batshit crazy. They've gone like, well, what is this crappy mm. Star Trek? Like, why does it look so bad? Why is why is the acting terrible and everything else? And then like when it started to unpick and reel back, I was like, oh, this is this is fantastic. So yeah, mm. they're they're some of my favorites. Yeah, there's so many. <laughs> like shout out to entire history of you as well. Um, I love that episode and playtest as well is fantastic. Um, but yeah, there's so like I say those the like there's only a bottom three which I don't even want to discuss really. Mm. Where, where the only three that I don't like, and then the rest are all quality. Yeah, um, definitely. But yeah, it's an awesome, awesome show. Um, we did have another question uh, from Cat. Um, she says, uh, I'd be interested to know what horror movie schedules kids. Uh, I used to sneakily watch the late night hammer films and love them. <laughs> um, I guess there's a couple of these that we've kind of briefly mentioned for a yeah. few of the shows. Uh, but yeah, what, what are the ones that spring to mind? This me? is our weekly segment, make cat feel old, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess definitely... it makes us feel young in a way. <laughs> <laughs> um, two of them for me, uh, that jump out or three actually jump out for me, uh, house. Mm. It is 100% the one that jumps out for me. It's one of my <laughs> earliest memories of like watching a horror movie. Sorry, cat. Um, <laughs> where I just remember sneaking down and watching it, and the scene when uh, the neighbor goes under. Is it a neighbor or the mum? I always forget. I can't remember. I haven't seen uh, anyway, that goes, honestly in like 15 years. <laughs> like puts goes under the table, and the monster jumped out, scared mm. me to my core, and. It, but it but it also like fascinated me and it, and it definitely was like the the first moment where i was like oh i've got that like buzz to watch these horror movies um and so yeah definitely that definitely house um and definitely um nightmare on elm street 3 mm. um where i just remember watching that and when like freddy turned into the snake and all other things i remembered for some weird reason i had to go out in the dark like after seeing it and i was scared to go out in the dark like it really scared me and so that always stuck in my mind as a movie that scared me when i was young mm. um and yeah i mean i guess i guess you'll be talking about one of the other ones and so <laughs> do you want to yeah. go yeah i mean we, we've mentioned them before really but definitely the hills of eyes part two um mm-hmm. would be the main one that would spring to mind obviously watching that on vhs and knowing that it to me that was what kind of encapsulated the early watching of horror movies was that 
it was a it scared the hell out of me um but also because people have different um kind of reactions to this you know there are certain people that would watch a horror movie as a child and be so mm. traumatized yeah hate horror well that and, was like i said about my reaction to house yeah like, i suddenly realized that i was like drawn into it as well as being scared by it you know? that was the thing like it wasn't like hills of eyes part two was so scary but i loved it so much and i wanted to know more about that sort of thing you know where i was like this is yeah. really weird and interesting the thing about different. that is as well we just rented that like got the video of it rented mm. it just because it had a weird ass front cover we'd never seen part one and no. for years we never saw part one we always just watched part two which is yeah. just you know it's hilarious <laughs> yeah but that's what happens though like back in the day and obviously yeah it wasn't like oh well it's a wes craven movie and all this stuff it was just yeah. like it was a movie that we happened to watch and, and loved yeah um, for the longest time i was like oh i love nightmare on elm street and hills of eyes part two <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. and scream and all these other movies um <laughs> But yeah, I, I remember another one as well, which this is a slightly more recent, so this might make you feel old, cat. Um, but I remember watching the Blair Witch Project for the first time. That was time the other one, yeah, and scared the <laughs> shit out of me. Like I, we, could, I was buggered after that one. Well, could you remember what happened to us? So we yeah. watched this movie, and uh, how we was watching it, there was a window above the television that we were watching <laughs> that had like a tree that was like <laughs> tapping against the window and was yeah. and just freaked us the fuck out. And I remember. I went to close the curtains and as I did, something happened on screen that jumped and I mm. pulled the curtains off the <laughs> rail as, backwards as I jumped away from the television. <laughs> oh, that's so like, good. Yeah. Oh, it was fantastic. So yeah. Uh, yeah, sorry about bringing up a late nineties film, but yeah, that yeah. One still got it's us. a bit more recent than the Hammer films. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, all valid. Um, but yeah, thanks for that one. That was a fun one. Um, but yeah, should, should we get, should we dive into the last thing on the agenda? Let's do it. Let's we, do it. We, we've got the the big annual now upcoming horror movies list as provided yeah. by you yourself. So take it away. I mean, how how are we doing this? Is this via hype levels, via months? What, what are we doing here? I, I don't know, man. We'll see <laughs> as we have this. Yeah, let's have a look. I mean, look, I have. You hear this? You hear yeah, this? That's I a piece have, of paper. I have notes. I have notes. I oh have my god! There's a, in first. He's done this three times in 127 episodes. I, I didn't notes. do it for the last two years. <laughs> <laughs> it showed. <laughs> um, yeah, no. The first few are hype levels. Well, no, sorry. The first few are movies that we know about that haven't yet come out, or movies that we even may have seen. Um, and then after oh, okay. that, it's kind of the the few that i don't need to i didn't need to write myself notes as to what they were yeah they may have been uh, briefly <laughs> mentioned then, on the show in the past exactly and then we get into some batshit crazy stuff awesome um so yeah the first few we've already spoke about the first couple house that jack bill and one cut of the dead mm. obviously both of those um got um festival runs and got <laughs> illegal distributions in 2018 um yeah how's the jack built did that did that get a proper distribution in the u.s i honestly well? have no idea i don't know but either way they're out there to watch if you want however they will be getting um you know hopefully proper dis- uh you know releases in 2019 we know for a fact one cut of the dead is later this month mm. how's the jack built what was it june apparently or something i stupid? hope so like trying um, to put sort of all the bullshit leaks aside like house the jack built would definitely I'm be so on one of my most anticipated for it i'm so hyped for yeah it, like yeah. i'm i'm so down for the weird like lars von trier movie and Me especially too. like Me a serial too. killer movie and the cast he's got i'm just oh, the clips i've seen look fantastic mm. um, yeah. Um, they released like a clip didn't they and, and it looked so good yeah um so yeah i'm so pumped for those two um two movies that we did episodes on but i thought it was right to put them on the list as well is yeah. life changer mm. um that is getting a release very soon um and perfect skin which we don't 
quite know a release date yet, do we, for Perfect no. Skin? Um, but both fantastic movies. Life Changer made our top 10 movie list last year. Um, mm. Perfect Skin was you know, definitely close to the top 10 list, and both of them are great movies that you should definitely check out when they do come out. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we get into the big boys now. Mm. Um, I mean, I, I just had to start with it. Three from Hell, Fright Fest <laughs> 2019 uh, release date job done hey is it a movie who knows is it a movie yes will we be seeing it at fright fest yes we will will it into existence guys yeah let's hope let's hope i mean yeah. honestly like all jokes aside it is still one of those weird ones for me where i'm just like is it ever gonna come out like we, I, I still can't imagine me sitting next to you and being like we're about to see a sequel to the devil's rejects like that is just gonna blow my mind um, oh, it's gonna be fantastic. that is a reality that we live in so it's gonna happen it's gonna happen soon yeah i can't i honestly happen. can't wait um so yeah then I've, like i said i've kind of got some of the bigger ones that don't need a lot of conversation mm. we've got it chapter two six oh, yeah. september i mean can the hype levels be much higher i don't think so um, well i'm just in- i'm really interested uh, in that because like obviously yeah. we loved the first movie but i think at the time we said like they are gonna really struggle to make a part two because of what the yeah. the rest of the book they have to um adapt i think the adult story is never as compelling as the child story um mm. that cast was so amazing and so trying to fit them in with with the flashbacks and stuff like they got a task on their hands like this movie Definitely. is not guaranteed a massive to be task no um, no but i'm excited and I'm excited I do for trust it. them as well. Yeah, I do too. I think it's going to be good, but who knows? And mm. yeah, it's one of those where I, I, I almost just want to forget about it. I kind of yeah. did with with it when it came out, and mm. it turned out to be our movie of the year. And so I just want to do the same with this. Yeah. Um. So yeah, yeah. Obviously, we've got that to look forward to in September. Um. You've already kind of spoke about it. Um. Us, mm. obviously. The guy who should have had that, movie of the year. My God, like. <laughs> the trailer was so hype and the fact that it's so soon like 15th of march cannot wait for that um that's another cemetery. one of those moments where it's like being in the cinema and we're about to see like a new I know. Movie. I know. it's gonna like, be crazy it's gonna be crazy um yeah next i have pet cemetery 5th of april apparently oh, yeah. that's um, so soon as well soon soon like we spoke about it a lot um you know middle in hype kind of see what happens enjoy the original but not sure what they're doing with, with this one to make it special at all, but but fingers crossed. Um, mm. Next for me is one of my most anticipated movies, um, Happy Death Day to You. Hell uh, yeah. Valentine's Day 2019. I know mm. where you and me are going to be. Oh yeah. Um, Date night. It's, it's going to be fantastic. Like, <laughs> I, I can't wait. After seeing, like, again, we were nervous about this one, um, mm. but after seeing the trailer, I have no doubts now, and I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, like I think at the bare minimum, this is going to be an extremely fun movie, and I yeah. think that it has potential to be one of the best movies of the year. Definitely, um, definitely. Yeah, it's so like, I can't, I'm going to watch Happy Death Day once again um, before that, and I cannot wait to watch oh, it yeah. again because it just gets better every time you watch it. Definitely. Um, yeah. Next up, I've got Brightburn. Oh, uh, yeah, that's an interesting one. Twenty fourth of May, obviously. Um, you know the James Gunn movie, mm. the, um, starring Elizabeth Banks. Um, you know, I basically wanted to remind myself because I'm like, oh yeah, what was that? It had a really good trailer that I enjoyed, and yeah, it's basically what if Superman was a horror movie? Mm. Like, go, and I'm like, yeah. okay, I'm in, I'm in. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I was a bit muddling to- on the trailer towards the end, but I definitely. You know, want to see what James Gunn Gun can do after he made a fantastic horror movie with no space of time, and like, you know, fingers crossed that he can do the same. Yeah, um, for sure. So yeah, looking forward to that one. Um, 
yeah, the next I've got next up I've got just some weird ones that God knows when these movies are coming out or if they <laughs> exist. Um New Mutants obviously is something that we've talked about. It was definitely on my list last year. It's yeah. meant to come out this year. Who knows? That's not, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> Let's put a pin in it and see. Um the next I'm excited more... to watch it if it does exist, but <laughs> the next is even more bullshit, but I'm keeping it on my list because I really want to see this movie. They did another Puppet Master already. No, Jeepers Creepers three. No. <laughs> Polaroid. Oh my god, I can't believe it. Is this the third year running for Polaroid? Polaroid is going to come out in 2019. <laughs> and it's going to be an average movie. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. But I, I just want to see it now. It's yeah. like Forbidden Fruit, and I just want to see know. it. Um, <laughs> next is a very tentative 2019, maybe, um, The Boy 2. Um, we have oh, spoken yeah. about it. Mm. Um, so it's just something to keep there on the burner. Like, I enjoyed the first movie. Don't think it needs a sequel at all. And yeah. Haven't really seen any signs as to why it's, the sequel's exciting, but who knows? Mm. Um, next, Child's Play. Let's move on. Uh, it needs to be on the list, you know, coming out in June. We'll see what mm. happens when we get closer to it. Uh, I don't I don't want to say we're not going to see it, but uh, I'm not, like, I'm not down for it. But who knows? Like, let's not be haters just yet, but we kind of hate it. Mm. Um, this one's they a really on re- weird one because it has the same, it has a June release date. Which is The Grudge. Oh, yeah. So, I keep forgetting about this movie. This weird movie that no one really knows what it is. So It's, it's like fourth... a, re- a reboot of the remake. No one knows what it is. <laughs> so it's the fourth American movie. Um, they don't Wait, know whether what? It... They did three Grudge movies? Yeah, they did, yeah. What? So, so two of them had Sarah Michelle Gellar in, didn't they, I think? I, don't, I only one. remember two... the first one. It was <sighs> all right. But... I remember the second one. I don't I don't know if I saw the third one. I, mm. I don't think she is in the second one, actually. But I remember the second one not, like, deeply offended me to my core. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I, uh, this is the fourth American one. Um I mean, it's unclear. Amazing, it, it all centers around like the same family in this trilogy, so it's unclear whether the fourth one will be a continuation of this bullshit that no one knows what it's about, or whether it's a reboot or what it is. But mm. I really liked the first Grudge movie, so mm. you know, who knows? Um, yeah, after after Rings was such a disappointment. Like, I I still have that itch needed to be scratched. Yeah, you know? and I feel I'm, like I the Grudge the... could do that. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. And it's apparently coming out the same day as Child's Play, so go watch oh, Grudge instead, hey? Sweet. What a great um, day for cinema. <laughs> None of those fucking movies are coming to the cinema. <laughs> not not anywhere near us. <laughs> um, yeah, next I have Escape Room. Ooh. Escape Room 2019. Mm. <laughs> because as I found out when I was looking on Netflix at like a few hours ago, Netflix, um, Escape Room 2017 is on Netflix. <laughs> Um, Maybe they, they shouldn't give the cool. film such a shit generic yeah. title. They both sound cool. Um, the the 2019 one is basically um, a play on the very popular thing right now. These escape rooms that people go do. It's something mm. that I've, I've not done yet. I'd like to try one. They they yeah. sound cool. Um, this one basically is. I think it's like six sh- sh- um, strangers that all get an invite to a new escape room, and they the invite looks like the uh, pinhead puzzle box. All right. And it's a puzzle box they have to open to get the invite out, and then they all join, and then they they basically go through, you know, trying to escape this kind of hellish nightmare that, that, that that's kind of like this escape room thing. Hmm. Um, I watched the trailer for this one, so this one does have a trailer. Um, it's a Sony Pictures movie, which scares Ugh. me. Um, it's it looked really cool until the escape roomy stuff started, and it, it started to go along the lines of you know the Resident Evil movie where it's all like in a 
facility all cg where it's mm-hmm. like oh now i'm in raccoon city now i'm in a lab it's like that they'll go through a door and they'll Sounds be awesome. in a water scenario and then there'll be like an ice bit and i was like oh weird oh, it didn't look good but then it had a couple of more moments where i was like it does look a bit horry and good and like i just don't know i feel like ultimately especially with the sony pictures this this movie's going to be a turd yeah. um it comes out first of feb apparently right. um so soon um most of these dates I'm giving you are US dates because no one knows when films are coming out in the UK. I think that one's a UK one, isn't it? Because I'm it's pretty meant sure to be. that already that one, out in America. I'm, I'm basically, yeah, after this, every one I pretty much have, then I've written USA next. This was the only one that I think is the UK get date yeah it um, was that was it looked kind of interesting escape room i saw some people mm-hmm. saying it was kind of like a saw movie but without the gore yeah um it might be fun like I say who who knows yeah. but were they talking about the 2017 one because the 2017 one looks a little bit more gritty from the netflix thing like i'm definitely gonna right. try and check that one out as well but yeah who the hell knows man um next up i've got um the prodigy oh, um yeah. This is 8th of February, USA. Um, All of these movies are like so goddamn soon. (laughs) I know. Um, This one, um, I saw the trailer for as well. Looks cool. It's very much The Omen. Mm. um, Where they basically, these parents, um, their their child is like super intelligent and super smart. And they take him to like all of these like intelligent test things. And he ends up going to like a school for like gifted children, not X-Men style. Um, and then um, eventually he starts to go sinister and omeny. And it had a cool vibe to it. I thought the trailer looked good because when I initially read the premise, I was like, mm, I don't know if I want another omen movie. But after watching it, I, I was quite down for it. And I think this one looks quite good. Mm. Um, so, yeah, fairly, fairly buzzed about that one. Um, yeah, next I've got um annabelle three. Oh, annabelle God. chapter three maybe chapter minus one Christ. 1.5 who knows this movie apparently comes out in july um we're not jazzed for it as you can they tell keep making money yeah um i really like, like us pay to go see him yeah i'd really like to not see this one <laughs> um so yeah moving on um this is kind of the one of the last of the kind of ones that we've spoke about a bit um mm. zombie land 2 Oh, yeah. That's um, towards the end of the year, isn't it? Yeah, this is Halloween, so it's apparently slated right. for 11th of October. Um, mm. So, you know, I enjoyed the original. I love yeah, Zombie Flick. Film. I like the, the tongue-in-cheek style of it as well. So, um, yeah, I'm down for part two. Like, we'll mm. see what happens. Um, yeah, now I've got another repeat from last year's list, I'm pretty sure. But this movie <laughs> does exist, and I do really want to see it. Death House. No. Extremely wicked, shockingly evil, and vile. Oh yeah, the uh, the chronicle of Ted Bundy with Zac Efron playing mm. Ted Bundy. Um, it looks super cool. Like yeah. it's it's weird because it's more of a it's, it's like a drama, through the it? it's through the eyes of um, his, his girlfriend, isn't girlfriend, it? and yeah. it's a lot of like the court cases and that. It's not going to be like him committing the crimes, but mm. I'm still super interested to watch it. Interestingly, because I didn't know this. It's directed by um, Joe Berlinger yeah. Yeah, I saw um, that, yeah. from the Paradise Lost documentaries. So obviously, yeah. like, we've never really spoke about those, but we're huge fans of those documentaries. They're fantastic. And, like, yeah. him doing this film makes it kind of feels like it's going to be more of a, you know, biographical piece, you know, not not kind of a dramatization. But who, who knows? Like, Off the top of my head, I'm pretty sure he's directed one horror movie before, which I think is Black um, Blair Witch Part 2. 
or Book of Shadows, whatever it's called. Oh, like, he I'm did. I'm pretty sure yeah. he did that before he did the documentaries, um, which I, I remember, like. That I movie. remember he did something, didn't he? And I, I think it was, yeah, because I remember because you love that movie. <laughs> Forgotten Horror. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I, I'd completely forgot about that movie. It was mm. one where obviously when the first images came out of Zach and all that stuff, I was really yeah. hyped for it. But yeah, this looks this looks great. I can't wait. Yeah, for it. I can't I can't wait for it either. I'd forgotten about it too. Um, next up, I got a movie that I'd never heard of before, but Netflix have uh, recently acquired the rights oh. to it, a finished product. Um, mm. It is Eli. Um, all right yeah so this is a this is a movie that was um, made by paramount and um obviously we know netflix have got a little bit of a relationship with them and buying some of their movies you know kind of cloverfield and whatnot mm. um and yeah i i couldn't really find a lot about it searching for eli you just keep getting book of eli um yeah but it's um I thought I'd put it on here because it's Netflix joint and we could literally be seeing it at any point. Right. Um, it, the, the premise is basically a boy that's got like a really obscure disease that's having like this, um, all this treatment for it. And eventually they find like this weird doctor that will do like some, some uh, like out there treatment to try and cure him. And it's in this like um, practice. It's like out in the middle of nowhere. And basically he goes there and, and it's all fucked up and, he's trying to get out of it um mm. so like it you know sounds fairly generic but could be cool um, yeah but the fact that it's kind of like this netflix joint that's kind of why i put it on there because i was like most of these i've put on for kind of a reason yeah um and yeah we love ourselves a netflix horror movie and who the hell knows we could be watching this like in a week yeah that's the, the <laughs> one of the interesting things about these um a lot of these 2019 releases is there isn't many like new horror netflix releases that i can think of especially I've, I've considering how that's I good because they were so prolific in 2018 mm. um so yeah hopefully that continues uh, i've got an exciting one that i didn't know about but i'll come mm. to that i'll come to that <laughs> um next up how is a movie is there? oh there's a few man there's a few <laughs> We, we are now Strap approximately in. 15. I'm not on I'm not on the second page yet. So. Christ. Um, Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you wanted a list of upcoming <laughs> horror movies. You goddamn got it. Uh, next up, I've got a film called You Should Have Left, um, <laughs> which is quite apt, really. So, yes, it's here, everyone. <laughs> it's been a good 2019. There's actually a movie called yeah, You yeah, Should yeah, Have yeah, Left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it was fucking fantastic. Um, um this one's funny. Um, it stars Kevin Bacon, so it's going to be oh, amazing. <laughs> um, where he plays a screenwriter who travels to a remote house in the middle of nowhere with his family so Christ. he can write a sequel to his big hit film. Oh, my God. And, Is Kevin Bacon uh, trying to be Alan Wake? Well, basically, Alan Wake crossed with The Shining. So I'm mm. like, he was starring Kevin Bacon. Well, I mean, it's going to be it's gonna be yeah. gold, right? Two of those things gold. sound great. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey i like alan wake (laughs) (laughs) um next is another funny one really which i've immediately forgot um, that last movie and i intend to keep that forgotten uh, you you, you should have left (laughs) we would never see it next i've got a movie called ma uh starring juliette lewis who's like oh really yeah like you know we're both fans of hers and like haven't we've not seen her for anything in the show wow, yet i honestly yeah i haven't mm. thought about her as an actress mm. for years because mm. um, she was so good and then she started getting proper into music and i, I didn't even know if she was still acting yeah well i mean to be fair it stars someone called juliette lewis <laughs> <laughs> Great. i haven't done that much research mm. maybe while i'm talking about this just do a little bit of googling no i'm just gonna watch it blind <laughs> ah, fuck it. okay um well 
uh, basically a lonely woman, i.e. Juliet Lewis, mm-hmm. um, befriends a group of teenagers <clears throat> and decides to let them party at her house. And um, basically, as, as the kids kind of go there and think, you know, oh, this is awesome and everything, she goes batshit crazy. So I'm like, if this is the Juliet Lewis play, play, playing like a crazy lady, mm. I'm I'm down. So, yeah, that could be cool. Yeah, let's hope it stars her, right? Mm. Yes. <laughs> um, Otherwise, this movie means nothing to me. <laughs> next, th- this one, this one was a weird one because I put it in there because I wanted my uh, kind of the Meg or you know random creature feature type thing. This movie's called Crawl, and then when I actually started to like unpick it, I was like, oh, this could actually be quite interesting. <laughs> So the premise is where I was like, this just sounds dumb and silly, is um, a young woman who's trying to save her father during a Category 5 hurricane finds herself trapped in a flooding house and must fight for her life against alligators. I mean, come on. Is is the rock in this? No, it's um, written and directed by Alexandra Adger. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. (laughs) interesting <laughs> yeah because when i read the premise i was like i'm gonna throw that in for a laugh and then when i started to do a search on it i was yeah. like hang on this this has some pedigree behind it mm, yeah. so obviously you what know he's made some... i can't even remember i don't know because obviously horns is probably the most recent horror movie I oh can my god of. yeah he was horns wasn't he um uh, you know he got his what was it high tension was it called was his high tension yeah was his and then obviously hills of eyes remake which we're middling on and then Mm. piranha 3d which i'm thinking is this like in the vein of a piranha 3d with alligators yeah i'm totally down for that fingers crossed man like (laughs) literally when i read it i was like well this is just one for matt to laugh at then i was Mm. like oh this is a legit movie yeah um we shall see yeah the next one was a real weird one because i don't it's called wounds and um it's kind of it's about a bartender who finds a phone left behind at the end of his shift and basically as he starts to look into the phone he starts to get kind of weird shit starts to happen and obviously disturbing things start to happen because of this phone that he's picked up and it kind of i was like oh it's kind of giving me a little bit of um unfriended vibes so you know hmm. threw it on there don't know much more about it it's meant to be coming out in march right uh, but i like the idea of that sort of thing kind of you know we we've talked about kind of technology and the use of technology in it and i like the idea of like someone planting this phone and then like fucked up things start to happen so yeah. who knows with that one hey could be cool um yeah this this one was one that i kept seeing after when i was doing my research and i was like oh, i'm not it doesn't really sound like my sort of thing. And then kind of when I unpicked who who was kind of behind it, I thought it needs to go on the list. Um, it's Midsummer. Oh, um, yes. I think I know this one. So this is Ari Aster's next film, writer and director yeah. of Hereditary, starring Will Poulter. Oh, wow. Really? Mm, yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, I'm totally yeah. in on this already then. Yeah, I, exactly. I, um, I can't believe he's got another film out already. I know, yeah. he, and I think I think he might have wrote and directed this one as well. Wow. I'm pretty certain he's at least directing it. Hmm. Um, so yeah, that that instantly got me more pumped for it because the premise is basically a young couple that go to a isolated Swedish village, hmm. and um, they discover that the residents participate in kind of eccentric 
um, they the the IMDb <clears throat> thing or whatever I read was it said seasonal traditions, but I think it's right. more like rituals and that sort of thing. Mm. So I'm hoping it's a bit like more culty, you know, and that sort of thing. Will Poulter, you know. Right and director yeah, of Hereditary. Who the hell I'm 100% knows? in for this. Yeah, film. like I think this one could be cool. Like yeah. when I first read it, I was like, I'm not sure, but now, yeah, I was I was pumped for it. Mm. Um, this next one was the one I was probably most excited about when I read about it. It's a movie called In the Tall Grass. You right. heard of this one? No, I don't think so. So this is a Netflix movie. Nice. In the Tall Grass is a novel written by Stephen King and Joe Hill. Ooh. And this Netflix movie is starring Patrick Wilson. Ooh. So I'm like, wow, how did we not know about this? That rings a bell um, now, eh? Uh, uh, I think we might yeah, have actually so read that as a we, new story. We might have done. We I remember done. saying that yeah. Netflix had picked up a book King by and, those two with Patrick yeah, Wilson. Yeah, King, King and Hill, title. yeah, have like, yeah, they wrote this book. And basically... Hmm. Um, how did they write it and, together then? Do you know? I don't know. I haven't looked into the book too much, but... um. Hmm. Yeah, a brother and sister are driving through, uh, like, on a road trip, and um, they hear calls coming f- for help, like, in, like, you know, these tall grass crop fields. Mm. So they kind of stop to invest- investigate and get lost in the fields, trying to hear the sound of the screaming is, like, oh. the initial premise of it. Yeah. Which sounds cool. Like, it sounds mm. like uh, beginning of Jeepers Creepers, that sort of thing. You know, I loved... The, the beginning of the first Jeepers Creepers movie, the brother and sister dialogue backwards and forwards when the creeper came along. So, like, that sort of thing. Uh, obviously, Patrick Wilson, loving what he does. We love the um, Stephen King adaptations that we've had. We're big fans of Joe Hill as well. We love Netflix movies. So, like, mm. this is just a no-brainer for us. Yeah, Can't this is ticking in a lot of boxes for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I forgot to mention as well, like, another TV thing coming this year, that, that apparently the Netflix adaptation of Joe Hill's Nosferatu is this year as well. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, with um, wow. Zachary Quinto playing my Manx God. as well. So, I just... Oh, my God. That's going to be so incredible. Much, so much good That's stuff going Oh, man. Um... Yeah, this next one is uh, called The Hole in the Ground. Right. Um, this, is a, this is kind of one again that just kept popping up, and so I thought it, I'd better put it on here. It's one that the more I looked at it, I wasn't too, um, you know, too excited about, but it's basically um, a mom, mother and son that tried to kind of um, move away from a troubled past, and they move into a town uh, where right next to their house there's an enormous sinkhole and the son goes missing for ages (laughs) and when he comes back um he does reappear mysteriously unharmed and then she becomes like increasingly worried that it's not him that's come back from the sinkhole and that he's Mm -hmm. that's something else um you know and kind of after reading about that and i'd kind of initially put it on the list and then kind of came across prodigy and saw the trailer for prodigy and was way more down for prodigy than this one but right. still you know who knows it's, it's meant to be march as well right like, all of these movies are so goddamn soon i know there's only been a couple um, that have been like you know, know september october sort of thing i know this this next one i saw a trailer for um it's called pearson right. and this again is meant to be february right um and it's kind of like a comedy horror um, where basically it's um, a businessman uh, goes away on uh, apparently business trips. He basically leaves his wife, goes off, and gets a uh, calls an escort service to his hotel room um, with the idea that he's going to kill 
the prostitute that turns up and right. um it ends up that the girl that turns up on this night i think i think he has done it multiple times um so it's kind of like a bit of a kind of american psycho vibes from the trailer he has like a bit of a monologue and a bit like how he's very normal then he goes there and does this sick thing and everything mm. um but then this one he actually starts to get like uh seduced by at, properly and then it turns out that she's a bit sinister and right. like might be after him as well and then it's like mm. uh, they're both trying to get each other type thing yeah so it's kind of like a bit tongue-in-cheek and who knows how horror it's going to be but it seemed interesting the trailer kind of had my attention so mm. kept it on there yeah um next i've got um this one this one I, I thought sounded pretty cool man um but could also be a train wreck <laughs> that's like most of these mm. it's called we summon the darkness this one doesn't have a date um it's uh set in the 80s where um there's a rash a high amount of kind of these satanic murders that have been going on and they're all connected to kids that go to heavy metal concerts so wherever like these heavy metal gigs are there'll be like a load of murders happen Mm. And these three guys at a heavy metal concert come across, uh, like meet up with some girls and um, take them uh, back uh, to like their house that they're in. And the the girls are basically not these, you know, heavy metal chicks. They're a load of psychopaths and they're the ones that have been doing it. And the reason why it sounded like it's got um, Alexander Daddario in it. All right. Um, which I thought was pretty cool. And seeing her play like an absolute psychopath, I'd be down for. Yeah. So, um, it sounds like pretty cool as well. So, hmm. yeah, it could we'll be see. cool. Um, next is one again that kept popping on my list. A couple people mentioned have mentioned um, this to us on the show before as well. And that's hmm. The Curse of La Lorena or La yeah. Lorena. Um, Watch the trailer for this. Look, looks pretty cool. Um, so it's like this uh, social worker who comes across the case of these children. And one night is called out to like uh, the police have called her out because bad stuff's gone down. And she has her children in the car. And they end up getting the, the spirit, this La Lorena or whatever the hell it's called, um, latched on, latches onto her children. And it's this evil entity that then she's trying to, you know, get out of her children and it's, so it's supernaturally mm. and that sort of thing and it's not really our cup of tea but watching mm. the trailer i was quite interested it there's like a clip of the children in the car and like the car windows are going down and it's a bit you know like the scene in scream when he's like fucking around with the door locks up mm. and down and stuff it's a bit yeah. like that but with a ghost doing it right. and i was like that was pretty cool and so like mm. you know it, it could work we'll see yeah um, next I've got a movie called Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Oh, yeah. Is this yeah. a movie? Yeah, so this is apparently going to be a movie. Oh, um, I, I wasn't unsure if this was a TV show or not. Yeah, it's, um, it, it's apparently now going to be a TV, a, a movie, and it's kind of based off these, um, 80s, I think they were, horror anthologies that were actually banned. They were they were deemed as children books, but they were kind hmm. of, this is real life, they were kind of too graphic and deemed like unfit for <laughs> children. And so it's kind right. of like the hardcore Goosebumps. Yeah. And um, Hey, the, Goosebumps is hardcore. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, man. And you know, we, got, we had Fair Street. Um, <laughs> and so it's difficult that the guy um, who directed it is the director um, of Autopsy of Jane Doe. Oh really? So cool. we're hoping that, that it's going to be you know darker, but then mm. apparently the the uh, 
it's co-scripted by the duo who made the Lego movie. So who right. knows where isn't, it's gonna go? <laughs> isn't Del Toro attached to this? He's he's tax, attached as like he's got a writing credit and a producing credit, I think. Yeah. Like so who knows, man? Like it, there's some caliber behind it and <clears throat> it, it it sounds cool, like it's gonna be anthology and so you know, we love an anthology, we love <clears throat> goosebumps, let's just hope it's dark. Um Yeah, it sounds cool. One. It sounds cool. Yeah. Um Moose Jaws is apparently coming out this year. Oh, which one's that again? Is that the Kevin so Smith one? So this is one? the Kevin Smith one. This is the mm. the, the True North that's ab- trilogy. That's no way on earth that's coming out this year. Uh, yeah, apparently it is. I mean, who the hell knows when this movie's coming out? I'm pretty like, sure he's doing the Silent Bob reboot right now, so I don't know. I mean, yeah, but he could do this movie in a weekend. If he wanted like, to. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know if he does, but... Mm. Who knows? I'm not, you know, what is it? Uh, Jaws, but with a moose is what he said, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, fair enough, man. You do you. I don't know. I love Tusk, but yeah, we'll see. Tusk is absolutely fantastic. Like, yeah. So good. Um, the uh, This next one, I definitely talked about it last year and, I'm, <laughs> and it hasn't come out yet. And I don't know mm-hmm. if it ever will or maybe it has. Uh, no one really knows. There is a trailer. And it looks gash, but I've kept it on the list anyway. It's called uh, Rock Paper Dead. <laughs> what? You just made that one up, definitely. No, Rock Paper I fa- Dead. I found the one. That's the one he made up. There's always one. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck I win. Michael Madsen's in it. It's definitely made up. <laughs> Rock Paper Dead. Rock Paper Dead starring Michael Madsen. Why are we talking about this film? <laughs> Christ. I definitely spoke about it last year where he's apparently a doll maker. It's basically a Puppet Master reboot. <laughs> and it's apparently directed by Tom Holland. Uh you know, the Charles Really? Director. Yeah. Wow. And um God knows what this movie is. I saw a trailer that had Michael Madsen in and some dolls and I was like <laughs> this looks terrible. Mm. Um but it's just funny and, I, and I'm 100% sure it was on my list last year. So if this is actually a film which is all of the thing all the things you said need to be correct. It needs to have Michael Madsen in it. He needs to be obsessed with dolls and it needs to be directed by Tom Holland. If that's he's the case we definitely watch this film. By dolls. <laughs> he's not the lead. Michael oh, Madsen, okay. he's only a cameo role. They could only afford ah, him I for see. one day. Yeah, I yeah. I I see that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Tony yeah. Todd but, was busy. But, but but everything else, 100% accurate. Mm. Yeah, watch the trailer after. Oh, uh, I think I'm right. No, it's fantastic. It will <laughs> it will lighten your day. Um, and the last one I've got is um, this is a Shudder release. Oh, okay. It's apparently meant to have a limited theatrical. Um, it's called Nightmare Cinema. Right. And this is a horror anthology. Nice. So um, it's meant to be five segments, and it's all around the theme of this kind of cinema. Um, and Mickey Rourke is um, the voice of okay. the, the anthology. Oh, that's not bad. Um, so he's kind of, yeah, the, I don't know whether he may be a voice over the top, whether he's mm. kind of, you know, in the cinema doing the voiceover. But, but yeah, and it's all linked around the cinema, these five segments, anthology movie. And we said last year we had a real lack of anthology movies last mm. year. Did we see any? Oh Last man, year. what movies? I don't think yeah. so. Yeah, and like uh, the year before, oh, we saw a few kind of ghost stories, kind of. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah, we you know wanted them. So there's a couple on here now with with scary stories to tell in the dark yeah. and nightmare cinema. So we'll see. That's good. Um. And yeah, I'm I'm done, man. That's it, is it? That's it. That's every movie we're going to see next year. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you missed one that's out in like two weeks. <laughs> yeah, I, I remembered because we we broke we went through them glass. 
I didn't mm. I didn't mention because I just thought, well, we're literally doing that. We are going to finish this episode. We're saying we're doing glass next. Oh no, we're not doing it next week, are we? Not next week. The week after. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I thought, oh, it's literally like, <laughs> next week. Yeah. No, but I'm pumped. I can't wait for glass. Um, oh yeah, man. Yeah. Fingers crossed. It's good. Annoyingly, now the trailers are on TV though, and I'm like, oh, I just don't want to see anything. That's lucky. I don't watch anymore. TV, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm literally way more likely just to see it in the cinema. <laughs> yeah. That's where they force me, and I can't leave um but yeah no i'm pumped man like split was so goddamn good i really feel like m night is on a roll right now there's last two releases so yeah I'm yeah i was pumped. gonna say his one before was awesome as well so. yeah the visit was was mm. fantastic um there was one other one that sprung to mind again this it's not massively horror but have you heard of this movie called the um Ar- arctic um it's the mads sure. mickelson one where he's like trying to survive in the arctic um, oh yeah i have heard of it i didn't see it come up when i was doing when i was looking into this yeah, but yeah it's, it's probably it, not yeah. too horry but it does look bloody fantastic mm. and i think it's out in february um i saw the trailer yeah, a few yeah. days ago and it looks great nice. there um, were a couple of reoccurring ones that did come up but they were mm. ones that really did not pique my interest and didn't have like any one associated to it that got me excited either yeah they need uh, to have like an actor or a director or someone attached yeah, like otherwise yeah. we know we'll see him when we see him but um hmm. yeah and that, that mainly because they were supernaturally ones because i've got some fucking i've got some weird ass ones on here but i thought well they're, they're at least got like this weird idea to them but some of these hmm. just generic ghosty ones i was just like nah, we'll just see like uh Latherona was the only one that i really put on here because it, it, that did look quite interesting from the trailer what, what what's interesting by this is that i feel like um obviously because it's closer but i think the first half of the year is completely stacked yeah um, it's stacked as hell halloween like i mm. think you only mentioned one movie that is going to be released in october obviously it would have just come out so that's still yeah we're, yeah it, but... mainly zombieland is like our our, yeah. our, our kind of halloween like, right now like I, who knows <sighs> I wonder what Bloomhouse's slate is like. Obviously, mm. we've got like uh, Happy Death Day and stuff like that coming up. But I, I'm yeah, well, think... that's what they're that's what they're so good at. Like we've said before, mm. they don't slate like what's coming up next. I'm pretty sure I can't remember which one. One of these is a is a Bloomhouse or like a Bloomhouse Tilt production. Yeah, one of these I've talked about. I, can't but I feel like they've though. got to have something major. It might have been no, because Escape Room is. I can't remember now. But yeah, the, yeah, I feel like they must as well. Like I, I genuinely am starting to wonder if they could pump out a Halloween sequel for this Halloween, because yeah, that I wouldn't mean, surprise me. I mean, they wouldn't have had to have had any of the cast back, really. No, that's what I mean. Like, I really feel like they, they did go something fresh. Yeah, yeah, they did what they wanted to do with reset, and then now it's just like, hey, you know, Michael, he's in it, go like, and it'll be a yeah, different director, different cast. So I could see that, you know. But um, other than that, I'm really struggling to think what they would pump out in time. Yeah, there was there was a fair bit of buzz around like a Friday the Thirteenth being in the works. Um, yeah, and obviously there was kind of... it was pretty much confirmed at the time that they were going to do another Jigsaw movie as well. Yeah, yeah. So you know, there's a few out there that just hadn't got anything confirmed, and obviously there's a couple mm. of movies that we've spoken about, like Candyman. Um, yeah, the, the Art and Doctor Sleep that are that are 2020, firmly mm. 2020, um, because a lot of these movies we might not ever see that I've just spoke about, but they are all apparently going to be ready in 2019 yeah so i'm glad you um, mentioned those two because yeah I, i'm hoping that dr sleep gets brought forward because i just really want to see it but um yeah well the way the way mike flanagan works it'll probably come out like april like, yeah you know <laughs> then i'll the, just the do like Haunted in the hill house season two and it'll be the best exactly, thing for year, halloween like. this year and that's what and that's yeah. what halloween is this year <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
um but yeah that's that's an interesting list like there's a lot of varied stuff on there um mm. and obviously the best part about it is we'll go to fright fest and we won't know half the movies there and and that's the excitement of it you know well apart um, from free from hell and exactly. earlier <laughs> yeah it's the exclusive um yeah but yeah, there's there's an interesting list. Definitely let us know uh, what you guys are most excited for this year. Uh, always hit us on Twitter at SHB Pod. Um, I think you're pretty sure you already know which ones we're the most excited for. Um, but yeah, and, and like like we said a little while ago, obviously next week we're going to finally get to Bird Box, um, which I am sure you guys have seen because it seems like everyone in the world has seen this movie. Yeah, that, I saw like a crazy number that, that um, Netflix tweeted out, like the number of downloads or whatever or streams of this yeah film. i was like jesus at the time they said it was 45 million in a week and that was that was, the new, that that was, was the new record for an original netflix yeah. film yeah um, which blows my mind um mm. but yeah we'll get into all that stuff next week and then obviously the week after that it's kind of like for me it's like 2019 actually begins in because yeah. the first major cinema release is glass and yeah cannot wait oh, um, so yeah well, the rest of this month's gonna be really cool but that was episode 127 uh we, we talked about black mirror bandersnatch uh thanks for listening as always and we'll see you again very soon see you later everyone and through my veins and travels to my head they said you'll die soon enough anyway shut up i can't believe because i never could how could i start that